listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Monday, the 9th of August 2021. Later, credit card debt staying at around $20 billion here in Australia, what you can do about it. But first, profit reporting season has well and truly kicked off as of today and shareholders can expect some big numbers. We heard from Suncorp today, the insurer and banking organisation, posting a $1 billion operating cash profit Dividends, that's the interesting thing, 40 cent per share, but it's also paying an 8 cent per share special dividend and there'll be a $250 million on-market share buyback. This on a day where the share market ended flat, the S&P A6200, 7,538. For more on all of that, I spoke earlier with James Rosenberg from ELC Value. James, profit reporting season really kicking off today. What kind of numbers are you expecting? Across the board, it should be a big recovery in earnings, Ricardo. We're looking for a recovery of around 25.7% on what companies reported for the six months to December. Now, most of that is going to come in the mining stocks. We saw Rio last week, for example, report earnings increase of 156%. Financials, particularly the banks, should do well. So it should be a very good reporting season and it should completely wipe out the declines in earnings from last year. The question, of course, is how much is already priced into earnings and um, that remains to be seen. Is it fair to say that large dividends and share buybacks will be key themes? I think that will be a really big feature of reporting season. I mentioned Rio earlier. They had a big increase in dividend uh, plus a special dividend. We're going to see a big recovery in dividends across the market, Uh, some special dividends from some companies that are sitting on a lot of franking credits, Woolworths and Commonwealth Bank are two that come to mind. Uh, probably a lot of share buybacks as well. Now, that doesn't suit all shareholders and some question the wisdom of buying back shares when uh, the market's pretty expensive. But it's probably a better outcome for shareholders than management buying uh, other businesses that are that are also expensive. So I think the return to dividends will be a big part of uh, reporting season and a lot of investors who are struggling with lower uh, income last year will be very grateful for it. The big question will be around um, re- around companies' outlook statements. Understandably, companies uh, will probably be a little bit reluctant to give too much guidance. Of course, the lockdown won't really affect earnings because it only came into effect in the last week of uh, June. But now that it's been particularly in Sydney for a couple of months now, I think management are going to find it a bit of a struggle to uh, provide too much guidance. I think one good example today is Suncorp, a $250 million buyback at its its announced uh, and and on top of a $0.40 per share dividend, an $0.08 per share special dividend. So given that we're seeing these these sorts of things, what does it say about where the market is at and, and are these companies just sitting on a lot of cash now? Well, it's exactly what it says. Um, It says that the the economy's returned to uh, very robust growth, at least in the uh, end of the last financial year, and that that they're awash with cash. The the question is um, whether what's the best outcome for shareholders. And you look at Suncorp, it's a combination of an increase in dividends just below pre-COVID level, but picked up 
uh, ahead of that with a special dividend and a off-market buyback of, I'm sorry, an on-market buyback of about $250 million. And it suggests that the economy is strong. It suggests that balance sheets are in very good shape, but also that companies are a little bit reluctant to go shopping for, um, for merger and takeover activity. What about these latest lockdowns? You mentioned they won't necessarily impact the numbers now, but may impact forward guidance or outlooks, right? Particularly in Sydney, how is that being reflected in commentary? Because we did hear from Transurban today and Brickworks. Well, their two companies have reported uh, or pre-reported today and said that the effect has been detrimental to their business. Transurban is losing about $33 million a week in revenue, 16 to $18 million of that is in Sydney alone. Uh, Brickworks, of course, has had to suspend a lot of operations and their production is about 50% of pre-lockdown levels. So, pretty significant impact for a lot of companies. And I think we're going to see quite a lot more of that over the next few weeks of reporting season. The question will be how long a lockdown is going to go. And of course, management aren't able to give any guidance on that, but how they're going to uh, be able to manage it. Can they put their business on care and maintenance? Can they cut a lot of costs out of it and what the effect of that is? So at the moment, the market's taking a pretty sanguine approach to it and taking a view that like last year, when things return to normal, there'll be a big rebound in demand. That uh, will, of course, depend on just how long we are in this lockdown period. James Rosenberg from ELNC Value. Uh, now to the number of credit cards on issue. While they have fallen to levels not seen since 2007, debt remains at around $20 billion on Australian credit cards on issue. And that's been uh, steady for the same amount of time, about 11 months. These are numbers from the Reserve Bank of Australia. And for more on this, I spoke earlier with Sally Tyndall from Rate City. Sally, how would you describe the level of credit card debt in Australia? At the start of COVID, we saw Australians make significant headway into their credit card bills, knocking it down in the billions. However, over the last 11 months, we've really seen the debt accruing interest start to stagnate, which means those that still have credit card debt are potentially stuck in it. So the latest data from the RBA goes up until June. We've only seen the real harsher restrictions and lockdowns, particularly in Sydney, in July. So is there a real concern that credit card debt could actually worsen, even though it's just remained steady for quite some time? Well, that's right. Um, next month's data will show us how Australians are using their credit cards in lockdown. And the real fear is that some people who are in a tight spot financially have reached for the credit card instead of picking up the phone and asking for help from service providers. So what can consumers do about their credit card debt? If you are struggling to make ends meet, pick up the phone and ask for help instead of reaching for the credit card. The government has fairly comprehensive support packages in place. Banks are offering loan deferrals in interest rate reductions and service providers have hardship programs to help you get through the next couple of months. Sally Tindall there from Rate City. Don't forget you can listen to this as a podcast on the Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, or the SBS radio app. This SBS on the Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. 
It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.